Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader. Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva, quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Today's episode was suggested by Samir, who wanted to know more about food irradiation and whether this is something we need to be concerned about when we're shopping for foods. So today, I'm going to take a closer look at the pros and the cons. In 2008, after thousands of people were sickened by contaminated spinach and lettuce, the FDA decided to allow the use of irradiation to kill harmful microorganisms in fresh spinach and lettuce, and the hope was that this would make these products safer for consumers. Now, the use of ionizing radiation in the food supply isn't new. It's been going on since the 60s, but the ruling reignited a debate over whether this practice is safe. Food radiation has two main purposes. Number one, to reduce the risk of foodborne illness, and number two, to retard the spoilage of fresh foods. Irradiation, which is also known as ionizing radiation, involves exposing foods to controlled doses of radiation from X-rays or from electron beams or gamma rays. There's a couple of different ways that they can do it. At very low doses, irradiation can kill insects and parasites that might be in the food. It also disrupts enzymatic activities that can cause food to ripen or sprout, and that helps to prolong shelf life. Now, at higher doses, irradiation can also kill pathogenic bacteria, including E. coli, salmonella, and campylobacter. As with any form of food processing, including freezing, pasteurization, cooking, or even just storage, irradiation does result in some loss of nutritional value. But irradiation doesn't kill all the vitamins in a food, and because no heat is involved, the taste, texture, and appearance of foods is largely unchanged. In fact, they did blind taste tests, and consumers were unable to tell the difference between irradiated and non-irradiated foods. Proponents of food irradiation argue that it offers at least three advantages. Number one, it would make the food supply safer. Every year, millions of people are sickened and thousands of people die from foodborne illness. Just in recent years, we've seen huge outbreaks and recalls caused by contaminated eggs, peanut butter, jalapeno peppers, and bagged spinach and lettuce. Now, many people argue that we could reduce the number and certainly the magnitude of these outbreaks by moving away from our industrial-scale food production and distribution system. Others argue that it's simply not practical or economically feasible to produce the nation's or the world's food supply on small-scale local farms. However, whichever side of that argument you're on, food irradiation definitely would make the current food supply safer. Number two, irradiation could reduce loss and waste. According to the UN's Food and Agriculture Organization, 25% of all the food that is harvested around the world ends up being lost to insects, bacteria, and spoilage. And with so many people going hungry around the world, that's a really heartbreaking statistic. Irradiation can kill bugs and bacteria and keep food from rotting before it can be used. And number three, 
irradiation could help reduce the use of harmful chemicals, because short of irradiation, the best way to protect food from pests and spoilage is fumigation with chemicals, and many of these are very harmful to the environment. So what are the potential problems? Those opposed to food irradiation have several concerns, and some are more legitimate than others. For instance, irradiation cannot be used to hide rotten food. Although irradiation can forestall spoilage, it can't be used to trick you into eating food that's already been spoiled. Once food has started to go bad, there's nothing about the irradiation process that can cover that up. Irradiation also does not make a food radioactive. Now, opponents argue that irradiation to remove bacteria takes the pressure off of food producers to maintain adequate sanitation and quality standards, and that it's simply a band-aid for a broken food system. Irradiation doesn't relieve food producers of any other food safety requirements, and it may help to reduce the potential harm from an imperfect system. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. But is it safe? Some people worry that there just hasn't been enough research to establish that food irradiation is safe. If you research this controversy on the internet, you might come across some stories about cats that developed grave medical problems after they ate irradiated cat food. However, this seems to be a very isolated incident, and there are still a lot of questions about whether the irradiation really had anything to do with it. The US FDA and the USDA have endorsed food irradiation, and they cite over 50 years worth of research that attest to its safety. Now, a lot of people aren't going to find that terribly reassuring because they feel that our government regulators are unduly influenced by and sympathetic to industry and business interests. I don't want to paint our regulators with too broad a brush, but I have to agree that there is a rather unsavory revolving door between the regulators and the businesses they regulate. And I have observed that in situations where the evidence is incomplete or inconsistent, such as the safety of BPA in food packaging, or the use of hormones or antibiotics in livestock, where you might think that a public health agency would err on the side of caution, the FDA and USDA often seem to err on the side of commercial interests. However, for what it's worth, the World Health Organization and the European Union, both of which tend to be much more cautious about these things than the U.S. regulatory agencies, have both embraced food irradiation as safe and beneficial, even necessary. In the show notes, I've posted some links to sources, both those in support of and those opposed to irradiation. Haven't taken a look at the arguments for both sides. My own personal take is that the benefits outweigh the potential dangers, but obviously you might come to a different conclusion. So which foods are likely to be irradiated? With a few exceptions, irradiation is actually not very widely used in the U.S., 
Most dried herbs and spices are now irradiated. However, this means that they're much less likely to be chemically treated to prevent pests. Other foods approved for treatment with irradiation include fresh meat, poultry, fresh fruits and vegetables, and wheat flour. Now, current labeling laws require that foods that have been irradiated must be labeled as irradiated or treated with irradiation, either on the package itself or in the case of foods that are sold in bulk, like produce, on the accompanying displays. You'll usually also see the international symbol for irradiation. It's a circular emblem with a plant in the center. Now, if irradiated meats are used as ingredients in other products, like sausages, they must also be identified as irradiated in the ingredient list. However, there are some cases where irradiated food will not be identified. Restaurants, delis, and other food service operators aren't required to notify you if they're using irradiated ingredients. And even though the spices and packaged foods are almost certainly irradiated, you're not going to see the irradiation symbol on those packages. One simple way to avoid irradiated foods is to buy organic. Organic standards do not permit the use of irradiation. But whether you go out of your way to buy irradiated foods or you go out of your way to avoid them, it's still necessary to wash those fruits and vegetables and to observe other safe handling procedures like keeping foods chilled and heating them to proper temperatures. You'll find a transcript of today's show, along with links to more information about food irradiation, as well as a complete archive of all my previous tips at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have a question or a comment, you can post it there. And while you're on the site, be sure to sign up for my free weekly newsletter with more tips, recipes, and of course, answers to your questions. Have a great week and eat something good for me. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.